let's talk about penis straws. Uh. <laughs> uh. Here comes the bride, all dressed in. Why do we do half the things we still do at weddings? And who's gonna write all those checks? It's my wedding industrial complex. You're Tegan. And you're Liz. Oh, this is my wedding industrial complex. A wedding podcast for people who are afraid of weddings. Oh, and today we're talking about bachelor bachelorette parties. Bachelor bachelorette parties. Um... I have mostly negative opinions about this subject. I also do. I'm going to try really hard to like, I think like we've talked about this before. I say that all the time on this podcast, but the like goal has never been to yuck anybody's yum, but like, man, we will yuck some people's yum on this episode. Some yums will be yucked. Some yums will be yucked. I'm going to tell you right now. I have been to one bachelor bachelorette party it was a combo bachelor bachelorette party oh. it was for my brother and my sister-in-law and their entire wedding party which as i said on the previous episode was, was like, like 75 tw- people. it was like 20 to 22 people uh-huh. um were in this wedding party and all of us just went and stayed at a resort and casino in nowhere indiana and just fucking took it over and got very drunk for two days was it great it was great It was fantastic. And we went bowling and we ate pizza and we drank at the pool and we hung out with this uh, very expressive uh, pool toy alligator named Desparagus. And we carried him around (laughs) and uh, our friend Davy G was... R.I.P. Desparagus. Desparagus, I think, is dead now. He lived for a long time past that day, though, which is shocking. (laughs) But he was able to come into the casino with us, but he had to be deflated first. Just a bag. (laughs) Yeah, just Just an alligator bag. bag. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good time. That sounds great. I've never done a bachelorette party my friend jade had a gigantic like did i go to that i went to her engagement party i don't think i've ever been to a bachelorette party well i've i think we've both witnessed a lot of bachelorette parties super have we live in a city where there is a prominent downtown and we both work (sighs) in it My God, I just, you know, this is the thing about bachelorette parties. Is <laughs> Tell me the thing. The Seinfeld. thing is that they are just very loud and very drunk and never wearing enough coats and wearing the most ridiculous accessories and just carrying penis balloons and penis Everywhere straws and penis go. goggles all around town. I'm mostly worried about them not wearing enough coats. Never enough coats. It's like, especially like bachelorette parties that happen in the dead of winter. Like you can always tell because like a gaggle of women wearing mini dresses will walk by right. and in like negative four degree weather. And you'll be like, I think someone's going to lose a toe tonight. Right. <laughs> and not in a fun game of toe roulette. <laughs> We, we all draw cards. Whoever's got the highest card loses a toe. I mean, that would at least be interesting. I mean, I guess you could do the whole gun thing, but I think you're likely to lose more than one toe if you aim your gun. Yeah, at your I think you're just going to blow off your whole foot. Just, or like all the important parts that's anyway. just foot roulette. Don't play that game, friends. Um, yeah, actually, I just realized that also I was once at a bachelor party. 
Oh. Um, which was, uh, I mean, I was only there sort of by accident. I was there because, and it was not like a particularly formal bachelor party, but it was my friend Alex who um, had, had gotten engaged and was getting ready to get married. And he was on tour with his band and his band, he was on tour with his band, which was touring with my brother's band at the time. And they were both in Chicago and I went to go see their show. And then we ended up hanging out with them afterwards. And they, the rest of the guys in the band threw him a little bachelor party and we Aww. went out to a bar and we hung out on their tour bus and drank. And they also had uh, penis, penis label. goggles. Oh, um, but that it was sort of a fun, it was a fun reversal, you know, Yeah, when you do it, when you do it non-traditionally, it, right. it makes it cool. It was fun. Um, so when we say bachelor bachelorette parties, what do we mean? What are we talking about when we talk about bachelorette parties? We're talking about everybody going out and okay. So this is the thing about bachelor bachelorette parties that I find so bizarre is it's all people like the whole concept is it's your last night of being single. Right. Got to go live it up. You'll never do this again. You're not single. You are not single. You are almost married. You are betrothed. You have a partner. <laughs> like it's so weird that bachelor, bachelor, bachelor parties, yeah. I think operate on the same concept of like, uh, partnership that the U.S. Census does, which is like you are either married or you are single. single. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because right. isn't that weird? And like, and the idea being that you're supposed to go out and get nuts and like maybe sleep around with whoever you want to, right? Like that's but what, like your partner would be very upset by that, right? Probably. But it's like even if you don't go bang somebody, like you're supposed to go to a strip club or like do something. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. Yeah. What is the goal? Are you doing this thing that you're first of all, that you're never has like quote unquote never gonna be allowed to do again? When like did you ever want to do it in the first place? Right. <laughs> and if you wanted to do it, you should have done it a whole bunch before you got a serious long-term partner Unless and agreed to marry them. Unless they're chill with you going to a strip club and like, I guess fine, but right. Like this place is kind of sad. Do your own thing. Like I'm not here to tell you what your relationship is like, no, but yeah. also just like the whole concept to me seems very weird because it seems very much like a night to pretend that you do not have a partner, which seems like the opposite of a thing you'd want to do before you commit to being with that partner for the rest of your life. Yes. Here's a chance to make all of the mistakes that your partner will then hold against you for the rest of the time that you are yoked to each other legally. Right. <laughs> which uh, if it goes well is going to be until you're dead. Until, so until the day you die. Um, I think that like, the goal of modern day times is just to get the drunk, the drunk's bride, get the bride drunk and right. cover her in penis things and show her off to the world that she is about to be a married woman. But it, but why? <laughs> and also, do you really want to have a garbage hangover on your wedding day? If this is in fact well, happening the day before the and wedding, that is the thing. A most, uh, bachelorette parties and bachelor parties no longer happen the day before you get married. Right. One, because it is a total bad idea right. to get totally hammered and hungover the day before you're supposed to look really good in pictures. Right. Like that seems like an obvious no, no <laughs> bottom line. You're probably going to forget your vows. <laughs> yeah. And you're also going to look like garbage. Right. So, so not things you generally want. Skip it. Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis of liver. Get it? Like Bugs Bunny. Get out of my house. <laughs> um, uh, well, okay. So the thing about bachelorette parties, 
they seem like the kind of fun you have been told to have. Yes. The traditional, okay, so the traditional idea, like you said, is a like you go out to a like a public establishment, you cover the bride and possibly the rest of your bridal party in penis-shaped things. Right. You mark up the bride as bride-to-be and like get crazy drunk. Right. Maybe you go do an event. Maybe. But Depends. most of the time, maybe you get like a party bus. Yeah. It's it's just generally the type of thing that like the older I get, the less I have patience for public drunkenness. Oh God. And this is a hundred percent the kind of party that is supposed to be really fun for you, and in doing so is absolutely a living nightmare for everyone who encounters you in public. Oh, Yes. And we will talk actually about the larger implications of that. Why don't we just talk about it now? Let's there talk was, about it now. Did you read that article that came out not that long ago about uh, bachelorette parties in Nashville? I did read that article. Um, it is on BuzzFeed. It's on BuzzFeed. Thank you. I was hoping you would remember good. where you could find it. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. But uh, for those who haven't read it, and you should, it's a good read. Um, the idea in this article is that uh, – Bachelorette parties coming to Nashville have provided a lot of like tourism dollars and are kind of like being like bumped up as a thing that they like want to bring more women in to like do bachelorette parties. And sure. it's also like one of the ways that the Nashville gets more residents because when you go on a bachelorette party to another city, you get to see that city and you right. might and then you're choose like, to oh move. My God. Right. Exactly. Because you're at the point in your life where you might choose to move anyway. Right. But, uh, on the flip side, it is also like severely gentrified the town. Mm-hmm. Um, it has made it uh, unaffordable to live in for a lot of people who used to live there. And also it's made it unpleasant for people to live in yes. because all of a sudden like neighborhoods and areas where you normally could just have a nice quiet sit down on a Saturday night are no longer, it's no longer possible to do that because bachelorette parties have just infested everything like a invasive species of tree bug of tree bug. And they do that thing that, uh, if you live in a major city, you may have one of these yourself. Like, a, I think it's called a barrel run where it's like a big bike that 12 people oh, drive. Yeah. 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 Like, a, mo- like a, middle. a bike, like a, a bike bar, a moving pub. Yeah. I don't know. It's mobile a, pub. Mobile pub. It's something, a pedal pub. A pedal pub. There I think. it is. That I think is, that's what, I think, that's actually I think it. they have a whole bunch of like cutesy names for them, but basically Ugh. it's like where you power a bus with your bike pedals, but also you're drinking at the same time. Which makes me sweaty and nauseous to think of. Yeah. It seems like a lot. I don't think lot. you'd have to... Do you have to bike a lot? I, I don't know. I ask you. We don't I don't know, know. I've never done it. But I mean, I will say like, I imagine it's, I don't know. I feel like it's both good for the people who are trying to get drunk, but bad for the people who are selling them booze. Because like, if you get your blood pumping so much faster, like you're going to get drunker quicker because right? the alcohol is circulating in your body faster. But maybe the, I think that you just pay a flat fee. So oh, the, maybe so it's like however much you, yeah, that could be. Which so I was going to say like, if you're doing it by drink, then probably cheap like dates, cheap dates, right? Cause you're going to be, you know, all your blood's going to be circulating and you're going to be all hopped up and, and hammered. Literally hopped up. Yeah. Loggers. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag loggers. <laughs> Hashtag loggers. Uh, uh, so that sounds like there is, this is like, we always talk about this, this like Instagrammy, perfect princess wedding idea and like the pictures that you can see on this article are like women who all kind of blend in together mostly white Mm -hmm. um 
Mostly blonde. Mostly blonde with long extensions. Just like climbing in and out of Ubers, wearing penis things on them. There's this one very upsetting photo actually in this article of a woman wearing a tutu and like bride stuff posing next to a homeless man on the street, like trying to sleep. Because, you know, that's good and normal. Yeah. Regular things you do. Ethics are a thing that sometimes you should have, even and especially when you're trying to have fun. Yeah, and I think that was the, a big point that the article was trying to make, too, is that, like, it, it's fine that these women come in and do these things because it is, like, supporting industries, but, right, but also, you can't like, pretend just don't that you're a... the only people in the world. Right, and I think... It's not Westworld. That's... <laughs> <laughs> all of those people are not robots that get reset at the end of every day. Right. Exactly. And it's like, I think that's the big problem with, uh, you know, I would just say in general, like white privilege, I'll throw that go, out there go for, for, it. for starters, but I think fair, but specifically like the privilege of these types of people where it's like my, I just get very itchy and, and unhappy about the attitude of like, my fun is more important than whatever is going on in your life. Yes. Random stranger. Yeah. And I think that bachelor and bachelorette parties, bachelorette parties specifically are sort of founded on that idea of like, we're having fun and that is more important than anything else. Yes. Which I think leads to a lot of like destruction and a lot of unhappiness and property damage and like unhappiness for everyone around you. And I think that's generally a problem with like, excessive public drunkenness. I mean, like Jesus Christ, listen to the police blotter in Chicago on St. Patty's day. Oh man, you can find that. That's on the, I'll link to it. There's a Twitter. That's just like police calls on St. Patty's day in Chicago. It's an absolute living nightmare. Yeah. And like, you know, it's basically a citywide riot that is sanctioned. Yeah. That they're like, fine, I guess. Right. And that like a hundred percent would be shut down and never allowed again if it wasn't done by predominantly like wealthy white dudes. Right. Uh, and it's just a whole thing that I get very antsy about these days. Uh, and I think that the bachelorette party industry specifically has sort of built itself on that concept of like, your day I should, is more important than anyone else's day. Exactly. That like, I should be able to do, and I mean, in many ways, like we've talked about this, that that's sort of, that's sort of an underlying icky thing about the wedding industry is that it's like, it's forcing you to think about yourself as more important than everybody else. Yeah. And the, like this, this day and this thing that you are doing, you should like forsake all others and every like relationship that you have in order to make this thing perfect. Right. But like when that's done, what do you do then? Right. And also just like in general, don't be inconsiderate to strangers. Yeah. That's just a like, good way to just I live your life. A nice way to live. Yeah. <laughs> just like, remember that other people are people around you. Right. And that everyone has just as rich of an inner life as you do. And everyone is struggling and everyone is just trying to go about their day in this terrible world in which we live and have as pleasant of a time living in their meat sack as everybody else. Please never say that to me again. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell. We're all just living in meat sacks and trying what to survive, Liz. Say? You can't stop me. <laughs> meat sack, meat and sack, see, meat sack. here's a lesson on what not to do, which is don't be inconsiderate to people when they've told you they don't like something. Deacon sucks. <laughs> um, it's role playing. It's role playing. Uh, so 
what do we like? <laughs> yeah. So now that we've shit on bachelorette parties for 20 minutes, well, let's I talk d- about something else. I do want to talk about the like the the difference between a bachelorette and a bachelor party. Sure. Namely, penis shaped things. Sure. Because bachelor parties don't deck the groom out in vagina shaped things. I don't think so. Generally. At least if they do, I've never seen it. Hey, Damon. Any of the bachelor parties that you've ever been to, have there been vagina-shaped things involved that weren't, like, women? <laughs> uh, I don't appreciate your caveat. You don't appreciate the caveat? <laughs> okay. Uh, no. But no. Uh, golfing. Golfing? Are you talking about the hole that the ball goes into? What is supposed to be? Don't look that you make that horrible face at me. <laughs> that was also what I thought, so... Don't eat our courts. That's the, That's the cat, the not Damon. Damon's not trying to eat the podcast equipment. He's but so the mad. cat is. Don't be mad about it. No, no, no. <laughs> He's just trying to more gently eat different courts that we weren't looking at. So, uh, long story short over there, Damon thinks golfing is vagina shaped. <laughs> don't uh, we all? Don't we all? It's a common misconception about golf. <laughs> So men don't do vagina-shaped things. Right. Unless you count golf. Right. Which, question mark? Do we? <laughs> uh, so I don't really get why we do that to women. It seems very rude. Yeah, I don't super understand it either. Like, I I don't know. I feel like it's one of those weird things that's sort of supposed to be like, yay, this is liberation. What you're like, yeah, like, you can sex. be about sex too, and I think a lot of bachelorette parties, if they do the kind of, like, gifts that you do for, like, wedding showers, you get, like, sexy gifts for a bachelorette party. Right. So it is mostly about the idea that, like, if you are a straight white woman, or straight white woman, a straight woman yeah. getting married to a man, you're, you're gonna going be to be fucking forever. a penis for the rest of your life. Right. Like, I saw, I literally saw, I think this was, like, on one of those sort of like friends of friends, like Instagram suggestions the other day, but I oh. saw somebody's bachelorette party uh, and they had made like, it was either a balloon decoration of those like letter balloons, or it was just like a banner that they'd had made to put in the background that just said same penis forever. <laughs> You're killing me, Buster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Same penis forever. So I think it's like a little bit like that. It's like, sure. Get used to the dick you got. Cause it's the only one. Uh, I don't know. Gross. I don't know. I, I have, my feelings are negative. I feel like, like I, I do like the idea of a get your friends together and have a fun time. Party. Right. I always am in favor of that. Sure. But it seems like the point of a bachelor and bachelorette party is to be like, well, these lamos, you're like, like that. Uh, oh man. Okay. Here it is. This is the thing. I, I'm like, L- lay it on me. You're with, freaking out. You're, you're vibrating fury. right out of your eyeballs. Come on. <laughs> tell me. Um, the number one thing that I am so angry about with like wedding industrial complex nonsense that nonsense that I keep getting advertised to about is the whole bullshit like you're getting tied down or like oh, yeah. ball and chain or like this person is your like life sentence. I'm like, fuck you. If that is how you feel about the person Do you're not marrying, get married. Don't marry them. Don't marry married. them. Oh my God. If that's... you feel like you need a bachelorette party so that you can enjoy one last night of fun, don't get married. I think 
I don't know. I feel like there are so many, there's a lot of layers to this, yes. but I feel like there are so many sort of long standing stereotypes about how marriage works and yes. like what marriage is Absolutely, that they've sort of permeated the contemporary life. And it's st- so much still about like, well, this, you know, going to tie me down forever. I think what happened is that was very much a dude thing. That yeah. was a thing that was like, what Boy, men I mean, how men were supposed to feel were the things that came first right exactly so it was very much about like how men are supposed to feel about getting married it's just supposed to be like well you know walk down to your sentence i'm gonna fulfill this woman's biological need to have children i guess right exactly <laughs> and so it was 100 percent that and then it came along to again this sort of weird misguided like women can do it too like women can feel the way that men feel about this stuff and which I think is like in in theory, yeah, in theory, a reasonable thing. Cause yeah, women should be able to do whatever they want. But also I, one of the most complicated things about like being a woman in the patriarchy to me has always been this other than finding pants that fit other than finding pants that fit, which is its own pockets. That's a whole episode, (laughs) but like, it's, it's this concept that in order to be like a liberated woman, you have to just act in a, in a a traditionally masculine way. Yeah. Um, which is like complicated because you want to be able to say like, I can do whatever I want. It's, it's sort of the, it's like the, the wedding equivalent of the strong female character trope. Right. Which is just that like, in order to be a contemporary woman who gets to do whatever you want, that should mean that you like, don't care about things. And also like, right. Are just like, fuck this, whatever. I don't have any sort of like feelings about this and commitment is the worst and I don't like emotion. You become a nihilist, just mired in toxic masculinity. Right, exactly. And I think that it's because it's all very complicated because I think that toxic masculinity has so permeated our generalized cultural concept of masculinity Mm -hmm. that then when we're looking at, okay, women should be able to do whatever they want. We're looking at, okay, do whatever you want means do what men do because that's the thing that's been traditionally withheld from us. And so what we're looking at is toxic masculinity. And so what we're learning is toxic masculinity for women. You know, it's like, this is the pink razors of toxic masculinity. It super is. You know, where it's like, it's the same shit, but just more expensive. Yeah. And it's just as damaging and it means exactly you, like I feel like the worst thing not I mean not the worst thing the, but one of the worst things about tox- toxic masculinity is the like isolationism of it totally that, like it makes it so that you are not allowed to lean on people in your life for help and you're not allowed to express that you are unsure you're not allowed to express that you have emotions that you can't always handle yourself right and it's it's and about like, like restricting vulnerability yes and making it so that you're not supposed to feel things and that like and that sincerity is somehow bad. That sincerity is bullshit that like, you're not supposed to have emotions that you're not supposed to like develop committed attachments to people because that's stupid and like feelings are gross. And it's just, it's all so, and I think it's partially because of sort of our age, right? You yeah. know, it's, we're in a generation where it's like we were growing up kind of at the advent of like this, this particular modern era of like liberated women, which is just, I think was very much the the cusp of saying like women can do whatever we want, which means like, we'll be exactly like dudes. And that was very much the way that I thought about sort of feminism and like empowerment when I was younger and up into, I mean, really up through like not that long ago, up through my early twenties. Right. (laughs) And, but it's so much about that, about like just thinking about yourself as cool. Well, I can do whatever I want. So I'm just going to be a guy, right? I'll just be a man. And 
it's so much more layered than that. And like, I think we have to deconstruct a lot of things before all of these things will be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? Like if you want to, in a perfectly equitable world, if you really wanted to like behave in a traditionally masculine way, like fine and good, like right. do what you want. If you're a man and you would like to act in a masculine, like, traditional quote-unquote way right fine if you're a woman and you would like to do the same thing if you are a trans person and you have a fluid gender identity but you would like to behave masculine and like right cool but because masculinity has this like huge baggage on top of it it is super hard to like pick out the bits that like are what you really want and versus what the world says is correct about being a man totally yeah and i think it's just like it's so annoying to me and bottom line is that gender is made up and we should just blow the entire system up and start over gender's made up the points don't matter (laughs) right like that's that's the bottom line is that gender's made up and gender roles are fake and everything is a game and people have told you what they think you should do and it's all fake and you should do whatever you want don't (laughs) feel like you're required to act in any particular way except like be nice to strangers right well that's my thesis statement like that again I, i think we talked about this we might've talked about this before, but like, I have that idea. Um, thinking about, there was a post on the practical wedding that I wound up commenting on that was like talking about like infidelity and what that means. And like, there was, it was an article, an anonymous woman wrote about how she was in an abusive relationship and she met a man while they were both in relationships Sure, and started a relationship with him and then got divorced and he got divorced from his partner. And now they're very happily married, Yeah, but there's that like black cloud of this is how we started over right. top of them. And like, what does that mean? And like what, you know, and I think, where was I going with that? Um, the comment that I was saying was like, uh, the world is kind of fluid and you have to make up your own rules for things that you're happy with and like sure work it out. I think this was on a different article actually. Whatever. Who knows? Um, but I feel like you can wind up in this position, especially with wedding planning where like, um, you can do whatever you want. There's no real rules, but because of that, like if you, if you look at the like wedding planning from that angle Everything is open to you and it can be incredibly overwhelming. Yes, absolutely. You can do literally anything. The glut of choice will just shut you down. Right. So I understand totally why people would want to fall under traditional like routes for things. Right. Because there's a rule book to follow. And even if it doesn't make you happy, at least you have it's like easier this guide. to look at and be like, okay, yeah. at least someone has told me kind of what I should do. Right. On a grand scheme of things, even if it's these, oh, it wasn't about that infidelity thing. It was about like how to be a mom and like what mom rules are and how you find you wind up set up to fail by like these rules are very strict. Mommy culture. Mommy culture. You wind up set up to fail from these rules that are very strict, but because the alternative is making the rules up yourself. Right. It's super hard to like go away from that. Like, well, I guess I should just follow the uh, the line because I don't have the time or attention or will to like make up my own choices. Right. It's complicated. It it's hard complicated. to do that. It's hard to like blaze a totally new path for yourself. Which is all to say bachelorette parties or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very deep dive into like gender theory to be talking about bachelorette parties. Super <laughs> but bottom line is a pre-party, a party before your wedding that is hosted by the people that are in your wedding party 
is fine do and you good and fun and have a great time. Again. You don't need to cover yourself in dicks if you don't want to. Again. Again, know your friends. Yes. Know your audience. Again. And be nice to strangers. And do what you and can afford. don't get batshit drunk in public and break things that are not yours. Remember that laws still exist. Laws still apply to you even if you're getting married. <laughs> You are not. Clapping emojis. You don't have diplomatic immunity when you're getting married. (laughs) (laughs) You have to You really don't, which is a surprising thing for many people, I know, but get it in your heads now (laughs) before you go to Nashville and get on a pedal pub. Yep. And you can absolutely go to Nashville and you can absolutely have a fun and like centered to you time. Right. Without like... Like your rights end where someone else's begin, you know? So like you can have a great time and, and have the day be about you and excited about you getting married and your friends being around without like ruining other things. Right. (laughs) Bottom line is do what you can afford, know your friends and don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. I mean, it can be that hard if you get stupid drunk. Right. Chill out. See, this is the thing though, is that, so my father Long ago, who art, who art in Ohio, um, my father taught me this very long ago before I was ever even in college or drinking or partying whatsoever, uh, which is his rule is like, you can go to parties, have a drink, have fun, do your thing, whatever. The only rule is don't be the guy. Yeah. You always know who's the guy. You you can't find the guy. You're You're the the guy. guy. (laughs) And so the bottom line is just don't be the guy. And if you're seven, the guys, you need to think about your life. Yeah. If all of you are the guy, then go to bed, go to bed, go to bed, go to jail. Just always be on the lookout for the guy. And if you spot him, then keep an eye out and be like, I'm not going to be that guy. And if you spot him and it's in your party, send that person home. And if you can't spot him, that means it's you and you need to think about your choices. You also need to go home. home. Just go home. But like, go take a trip. Be in bed by 11. (laughs) Please leave by nine. (laughs) Keep grandma hours. Keep grandma out. I thought you were going to say keep grandma out. (laughs) Keep grandma out of your bachelorette party. Grandma's no grandma's allowed. Her heart can't handle it. Too much Chippendale. (laughs) Oh, here's another thing. I think, like, I don't have hard opinions about whether or not you invite your, like, moms and grandparents and whatever to your bachelorette party. Again, you just have to know who those people are to you. Sure. But if you're doing a traditional bachelorette party and your mom is like, please, can I come? I feel like you are well within your rights to say, mom, no. (laughs) There's some stuff you don't need to do with me. mom. We can have another thing together. Right. You want to do like a wedding shower? We can have a fun party. We can have brunch. We could go get brunch. We could, we could go do something fun and raucous, but I right. just don't want anything like, especially if you're going to do the whole penis thing. It's like, I don't want anything sex related. And Let's my not related. talk about dicks around my mom. This is a Venn diagram that should stay two circles. <laughs> Although I feel like my mom would handle it, but like, I don't want to do that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> do what you're comfortable with do and what, what your you mom can afford. is a comfortable <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have that strong of an opinion about like, if your mom's that kind of mom, go for it. Right. I think my if mom. If your mom is Amy Poehler and Mean Girls, live your truth. <laughs> live your truth with her hard boobs. Yeah, with her hard, hard nipples. <laughs> uh, this is a short one because we got deep into gender politics. Yep, and we're ending on hard nipples. And we're ending on hard nipples. Ew. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Thanks for listening to my wedding industrial complex. I and hope I, you come back next time. We're sorry. We're <laughs> sorry. 
Uh, uh, if you want to know more, uh, you know, if you want to talk to us more about like feminist theory and gender essentialism, you should email us at mwicpodcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry we didn't talk more about like dick straws. Well, I'm not. <laughs> uh, do we have like, I, yeah, I feel like. Send us pictures and stories about your good bachelor and bachelorette yeah, parties. Please tell me about the fun things. Cause like that, the party that you said that you did with your brother and yeah, his super fun sister-in-law sound great. I've heard about like, I had friends who did um, like a cabin in the woods weekend with both sides. And it yeah. sounds like a lovely time. Do and, that kind of shit. And absolutely. If you want to go to Nashville and get a little wasted, like totally cool. Just don't be the guy, the guy. Don't be Just the guy. Keep your shit on lock. Keep your shit on lock. Catch us on WordPress at myweddingindustrialcomplex.wordpress.com. As I'll email us on the email we just told you. Yep. I'm not saying it again. I hope you wrote it down. <laughs> and if you didn't, too bad because we broke your rewind Too button. bad. You can't rewind. <laughs> you should be taking notes. Or in your computer. You, this, hacking your rewinds. The next test will be open book. <laughs> but not this one. Uh, thanks always to our good friend and bridesmaid, Charles E. Miller, for her music. Catch her at charlesemiller.com. Uh, and you know what? That's it. Do, Do what, what you, you can, can afford, afford and don't be the guy. Don't be the guy.